Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! He hooked us up. So we're going to get a heavy beat. Oh, okay. He's like, oh, we know. We know the guy. I likes can that. dance with this. Like, likes that keep beat. Keep it here. Keep it low. Love it. Welcome. Welcome, world. Welcome, everyone, to the after show for the Grinder recap at AfterBuzz TV. I'm Stephen Helmkamp. You can find me at Stephen Helmkamp on Instagram and Twitter. I am joined by the one, the only, the lovely, the best, the most beautiful. No, keep the, it coming, uh, keep it coming. Uh, nah, and he's who done. Who is she? Hey guys, Leslie Ambrose here. You can find me on Twitter at in less than no time with just one S. I might change it soon, make it a little easier for you guys. Yeah, it's about time. The I one said S. Maybe I said maybe. Whenever you tell someone you're at handle name, uh-huh. do you not always have to say with one yeah, S? Yeah, because not they'll type in two S's and they won't find me. But don't you get annoyed having to tell them that? No. Be no, honest. No, then they're like, oh. Be honest. Truth serum uh-huh. injected. Be that honest. That was dumb. Uh, no, because then it starts a conversation and they're like, oh, why'd you pick that? And I'm like, oh, I just thought it was clever. And they're like, oh, really? Mm. Tell me more about yourself. And then the end. I could see that. Yeah. Not. No, it's a thing, okay? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's talk about uh, another guy who's probably got it at handle name. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Your boy, uh, Colton Hayes. Yeah, dude, I got jizz. right in. The, I thought he was going to be in the in like the in show, the actual not show. In like yeah, the grinder no, he was in it for show. two seconds, which he did great. Awesome acting yeah. skills there. Didn't expect that. Turned up the drama knob. He did all the way up. Mm-hmm. He and Rob Lowe. He, mm, Rob Lowe, a little, a little sketchy, a little drunk in the corner. We've never seen him so getting sloppy his, before. Getting his lean on. Colton Hayes, I recognized him. I kind of think he and I kind of look alike. And I okay. looked him up on... Oh, okay. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Not trying to toot my own horn. But actually, um, I mean, he's the type of guy that I go out for auditions against. And I looked him up. And he did... Uh, he's big on Arrow. Show Arrow. Have you seen show that show? Arrow. CW? I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. Yeah. I haven't seen it either, but I've heard of it. I mm-hmm. think I auditioned for that. Did you really? And then Teen Wolf, Jackson Whitmore is his character. He did 25 episodes. Did you also audition for that? I did. Congratulations, <laughs> Colton Hayes. So we know who did the better actor is. a real good job. Yeah. Okay. First I'm of all, it's, out of, it's out of the actor's control. I a lot know, of times. I know. It can be, for the, it can be like... You remind the producer too much of his ex girlfriend or boyfriend, so that way he that's doesn't want to be with you on set or something. You. you could be you're too tall, and the female lead that they already cast is five foot nothing, and I'm six foot one, so it's like not going to work. Do you tell yourself that when you lose an audition and Those go are in the facts. car? Leslie one s. <laughs> all right, so Colton Hayes, yeah, he's good. Mm-hmm. He didn't do he didn't have enough screen time for nah, all the ladies. Maybe we'll bring him back. 
You maybe. know, everyone else has kind of come from Dean's world, so maybe he'll. Yeah, I mean, maybe his, if the te- if all the fans, I'm sure he has a lot of like teen fans, are like, hey, we I'm want sure. to see him on the show more. If you're in the teeny, Boom, if you've captured the teeny bopper audience, mm-hmm. you have captured the world. Pretty much. You, your fan following is ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. Justin Bieber, he's lucky he got that bopper audience because they're going to keep him going forever. Do you think if Justin Bieber tried to break in like now or when he was like, or when he, like 25 mm-hmm. to 30 at that age range and he became, tried to come in, do you think he'd be as big as he is? No, or not at all. In? I mean, look at like quick recap. <clears throat> Jonas Brothers used to be obsessed with them. I was one of those teeny bopper girls. Yeah. They had their thing. Me too. Kind of felt, were you really? Yeah, yeah. Fell off the face of the earth. And then boom, Nick Jonas comes in, his new solo album, killing it, but he yeah, still has good. that huge fan base. Of all those girls that were obsessed with him. They're just a lot older now. And even Joe Jonas comes in with DNCE, and he has all the older fans, but he also gets the indie fans. Who are loyal. From doing more electronic music. Yeah, so you know it works. If they were to try to come in now, it'd just be like, oh, it's just another pretty boy trying to be Justin Timberlake. Agreed. Mm-hmm. JT, that's that's my dog. Not a lot of people can pull that off, but JT can. I think I could. Good luck with that. <laughs> um, all right, so... <laughs> so cocky today. It's funny that uh, Dean then says... The bit before the episode launches is about um, his grinder character getting grounded and emotional. Mm-hmm. And that uh, is a big thanks to the network for doing that. So I felt like they kind of like gave a little applause to themselves. A little applause. And a, did you find the grandfathered reference? Was that a reference to John yeah, Stamos? Grindfathered. Did uh-huh. you think so? I thought so. Could have been. Yeah. Because they're like right. they're competitive. You know, it's a thing. On they're the same both, network. They're both trying to fight for that airtime to get into season two. So yeah. I thought so. that's why I love yeah. this show because they make they make subtle hints. Mm-hmm. You know, they they you got to read in between the lines to kind of catch everything, mm-hmm. and it's really funny and creative. So I think that was one, and I what you just so, said yeah. was one too. So the big bit here is uh, Fosley, 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 Fosley is a big potential client. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from Fosley Motor or something. We didn't. We we even went back to rewind it. We weren't able to see what he's seeking new representation mm-hmm. for, but he is. So Dean really wants, or Stuart really wants to land him, right? Mm-hmm. He's like the big guy, the huge, he's like the what, like the Hilton of Idaho. Of hotels, but in, yeah. in cars, uh-huh. motor, motor cars. Uh, motor cars, because there's another <laughs> car. <laughs> Electric now, hybrid maybe. Let's go with that. Moving oh, on. And so, of course, uh-huh. Dean wants to come right in. And give his eight his cents to the whole thing and be involved in the whole thing. Um, do you ever foresee Dean like stepping back and just saying, okay, I'm going to sit this one out. No, never. It. it wouldn't be Dean if he stepped back. Right. And even if he did step back, he'd be doing something behind the scenes that we'd later find out about at the end of the episode. <laughs> to mess it all up. So Deb then has the brilliant idea. To have Jillian, the therapist, aka Maya Rudolph, uh, the best dope guest star. I love her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish she would have been a little more funnier on this episode, though. Yeah, like I feel like she could have had more one-liners, or she kind of played. They pushed her back a little bit and like made her a little bit more conservative, where she didn't mm. voice be her funny self, I guess, because she's usually a lot more eccentric. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you got MJ in the building, but he's on the bench. Exactly, Michael Jordan. Oh, I was thinking Michael Jackson. Were I was you, like, he could sit too. <laughs> were you really thinking Michael Jackson? That's why I had to say Michael Jordan. That's so funny. I don't Gotta know sports, it. okay? Yeah, sports. Um, so yeah, I agree with that. I would have. I mean, you got a super talent in Maya. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully, they utilize her in like the next few episodes because I yeah. think she's staying for about three or four. 
Oh, well, there goes my news and gossip. I'm sorry. <laughs> there it is. News was and gossip really a little your, early. Was that really your plan? My Rudolph's going to be three or four episodes. There mm-hmm. it is. I'm going to say it like this because that just killed me. You'll um, be fine. So Deb says, yeah, go talk to, have Jillian talk to mm-hmm. Dean so she can tell Dean to back to off of Fosley. Because mm-hmm. there's this dinner happening between Stuart and Fosley and Dean's like, yo, I need to be there. The grinder needs to be there. With his dramatic bar entrance. So that kind of backfires, mm-hmm. which is a common theme. And I like it. It 24/7, works. 24-7, all the time. When in doubt, go Stu's to the backfire. Stu's always going to be the crazy one in every episode. Absolutely. And we did not lack that here at all. Um, so Stuart goes to Dean to just kind of lay it out on the table, which was nice. And he, we did see him say... You're staying here for the long haul. You're here for the long haul. I'm mm-hmm. embracing that. That's the first time that we've heard that, right? Yeah, he's kind of mentioned things here and there, like hinted towards it, but more in the sense of you staying or Dean staying in the house. But this is this is the first time that he mentions it, like you staying in the office as a lawyer. Yeah. He has his own fancy schmancy office now with his grinder memorabilia everywhere. Whose office did he take? Oh, they said Orion's? the guy's name, but Arroyos I don't know. or something? Yeah. Someone that was irrelevant and has now left the series. I yeah, don't know. there was just happened to be an open office. Uh-huh. That's how it works in TV. So Dean says no to therapy. Mm-hmm. He's not really for it. Pushed back initially, mm-hmm. and um, so the dinner takes place. Fosley and Stu yep. are at dinner, and it's going moderately well. He's schmoozing him over, doing a good job. And then Dean does his classic grinder interjection mm-hmm. from the bar, all smooth and suave. Like, were you just waiting for a good time in this conversation I to jump like in? I that. <laughs> it was almost like Dean met his match a little bit. Uh-huh. Like, we'd seen him meet his match in Timothy Oliphant, but it was nice to see him meet his match in, like, a no-name actor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like this guy was a guest star or co-star in this episode. And he really kind of pushed back and kind of left Dean a little speechless. He was real sassy, yeah. But like subtly sassy, where it was very monotone and you wouldn't have been able to catch it. It was smart sassy. There we go. Smart there sassy, go. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Dean was a little apprehensive and kind of like, whoa. It's almost like Foley gave Dean a self-realization. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, I know what you just did. Do you know what you just did? He was the pushback that we now lost because of the other guy leaving. What's his name? Wait, Olyphant? who? I said oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, so that was, that was cool. And then, um, Fosley then ends the dinner and just says, yo, I'm not feeling it, guys. And what he says next, I think Stuart has been dying to say the entire season, but hadn't had, Ooh. hadn't had the guts to say it. Yeah. What did he say? About, you have a ball. What was it? Wait. I wrote it down. <laughs> you you have a chain to your ankle. There we go. With a brick on the end of it. Uh-huh. And that brick. It's holding deep. you back. Yeah. hmm So you saw him kind of come to Stewart's aid a little bit, mm-hmm. which most people are not. No, he, season, right? he always ends up crazy, yeah. He looks like the crazy person. Yeah, always. Yeah. Always losing it. Just losing his mind, trying to be logical, and nobody else understands. Well, when he said that, you saw Stewart kind of look at Dean like, he didn't interject. He didn't come to his brother's defense. He let it. He Just, let it settle. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, because that's how he feels. He kind of wanted Jillian to say it, but he got Fosley to say it. 
That's because Jillian got real schmoozed over by Dean real easily. Think she got the grinder mm-hmm. effect? Oh, yeah. Did she get activated? Yeah. I mean, she was totally on Dean's side the whole time. She got activated, not agitated. She got activated. <laughs> so <laughs> now, come on back, Leslie 1S. So I'm now, uh-huh. Jillian is now pushing Dean to be more involved mm-hmm. in the meetings and to be more involved in the law firm. So here Which we are. Which is the exact opposite of what Stu wanted. Totally. Mm-hmm. So we got the backfire again. So, and then the other conflict of the whole episode was Deb in between two bosses. Mm-hmm. Have you ever dealt with that before? Been in between, like, no. you have a boss, mm-hmm. like someone who pays you, but then you have like a direct supervisor, someone who's like your day-to-day boss. Have I like had bosses like that set up yeah, before you ever had or that had setup? like an issue with them? Well, one, have you ever had that set up before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. you've never had that type of issue where like one boss tells you one thing, the other one tells you the other? No. Or I usually will like check and be like, hey, so-and-so said this. And yeah, I haven't really had like a bad issue with that or anything oh my gosh I have. do you have stories yeah, please I share i can't it's like confidential oh, really but yes i yeah. have totally been in that place where like you got fired or you had to quit i'm good the uh-huh. bosses but like the my direct boss and the other boss were like not on the same page and so that happens in corporate world and other jobs and stuff mm-hmm. like that and it leaves the employee like between a rock and a hard place so ouch yeah, that was very relatable. It was cool to kind of see that um, that happen with Deb to give mm-hmm. her like a little bit more of a storyline versus just oh, being yeah. the, the mom at home. I always forget she has a job. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, she works. Oh, she doesn't just wear business clothes for fun. She, okay, she makes money. She mm-hmm. does other stuff and just hang out at the house. She's a smart woman. <laughs> so there you go, Deb. Holla so she to the feminist again. Holla, okay, Beyonce formation. There you go. We worked it in. Hey, what up? Um, so she quits her job. Boom. Mm-hmm. She's done. She's, what was it? Taking the wheel. Would you ever just quit your Jesus job and not take tell the wheel. <laughs> Fix it, Jesus. <laughs> Would you ever just quit your job and not tell your husband? I don't know. I guess if it was really bad and it was in the moment, yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you just had to get out of there and you found the opportunity to leave. So you just boom, bounce out, and then you get home and you reveal the news to everyone, you know? <sighs> I feel you on that. I mean, because what's she going to do? Like, hold on, hold on. I'm thinking of quitting. Hey, Stu, you think I should quit? Oh, okay, okay, bye. Hey, guys, I quit. Like, no, you don't think about it in the moment if it's, like, such an emotionally charged thing. Yeah. I'm tough. I, I, I'd i stick it out. I put really? It, I'm, I'm all about keeping the paychecks coming in, keeping the money coming. Oh, I've totally quitted. I mean, not married, but totally quit a job where Without, I was just like, like, another I job lined up? like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Without another job lined up? Well, I had another job. It was like iffy. Like, I didn't know if I was going to get it or not. Yeah. But, yeah. She had a safety net. Yeah, kind of. Oh, I mean, it, it could have fallen through. Yeah. Yeah. She went out no net. She just did it. Free jumped. Following her Boom. heart. I guess so. <laughs> Somebody Jesus, take the wheel. That. that was a big deal. So for Stuart to get the news in the middle of this huge dinner, trying mm-hmm. to land this big client, it's a Poor lot to thing. juggle. Yeah. I mean, you're like so in the zone focus right now. You get interrupted by a huge, that's life altering. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's not the work more hours income, now. Yeah. Like what's going to happen? They have two kids that are in school. Their dad lives with them. Like, <sighs> They're going to have to stop shopping at Whole Foods and go to Trader Joe's. <laughs> like things happen. My dog's not getting Blue Buffalo anymore. He's got to go to the cheap what brand. Is that? Like, is that like a fancy dog food? My dog gets the fancy stuff. Of course. Why yeah, am I not surprised? He gets surprised? organic fancy stuff. Hey. Do you uh, have pajamas for him too? And like little he's coats? He's got some outfits. 
I'm not gonna lie. He's got a sweater. Okay. He's got a vest uh-huh. with like a fur, thing, fake fur. Oh, good. Fox fur. Uh-huh. And uh, when it, when it's raining mm-hmm. for two days a year, when it rains in LA, he's got a little raincoat vest. That's cute. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting wet out in the rain, man. He's a dog. Good. No, a wet dog. He just shakes it off. But then he comes in the house. He's a wet dog. Then and you wash him. I do bathe them, but you're so bougie. you can't you can't you so can't bathe your dog Hollywood. too much because then their skin gets all irritated and you can only do like I do it like once a month. Is this so are we switching to a dog one hundred and one after? I can show? talk about my dog all day. <laughs> so Stewart is obviously agitated, not activated mm-hmm. here, because his wife quit his job and he just wants to focus and land this client. But then the whole dinner turns to Dean has done his magic and won mm-hmm. falsely over, right? Yep. Somehow, some way he worked his way. Trying to be trying to win therapy. Dean always has to win at everything, which in this thing <laughs> when he was like, okay, we're going to win therapy. We're going to do great at it. And suddenly, because he comes in in the season, now he's like, okay, I'm a lawyer. I'm going to win at being a lawyer. Now he's like, oh, I'm in therapy. I'm going to win at being a th- at therapy and I'm going to act like I'm everybody else's therapist. Which I was like, Dean, Dean needs to take a chill pill. Have you not heard the phrase, and you don't live by, if you're not first, you're last? Leslie? What? You never heard that phrase? If you're not first, you're last? last? Talladega Nights? No, I've never seen it. You've never seen Talladega Nights? No, I haven't seen a lot of movies. I feel like a lot of people know this now about me. What? You know who Will Ferrell is, right? Yeah, obviously, yeah. Okay. My friend almost ran him over with the car once. (laughs) Really? Like on the street? He was a pedestrian? Yeah, he was driving to work and and Will Ferrell was walking by and he was like, oh shoot, and like hit his brakes. That's the beauty of living in Los Angeles. You can almost hit a celebrity randomly Uh, on the street. He's alive though. He's good. Yeah, he's still alive. He's still working. He's still doing movies. Talladega Nights. You need to see that. Okay, I'll put that on my list of films. So, yeah, Dean wants to win at everything. Dean is now coerced. Coerced? Coerced. Yeah, you're good. I, I mean, you did time? say fox for earlier instead of foe, so, you know, you're... Oh, it's not fox? No, you thought it was fox. You didn't hear me correct you. I was like, uh, uh, foe. Um, it's really foe? It's foe, yeah. My entire life, I've thought it was fox until this moment right Are now. Are you serious? I swear. Oh, what an epiphany. No, it's definitely foe. Wow. I, I can't be the French. only one that says Fox. No, I'm pretty sure other people have. But, like, usually they put that in shows and movies because the people are kind of ditzy, you know? So I bet some of you guys back home say Fox. If you it. say Fox instead of Fo, For tweet sure. at this I'm homie. Totally not the only you guys all learned something. I, no, I'm not even <laughs> embarrassed by that. All right. So, Fosley's like, attention is turned to D, to mm-hmm. Stuart, um, saying, yeah, let's, what's going on? So... Mm-hmm. He reveals the information. kind of kills it for everyone. Reveals it, yeah, and then lays into Dean because he's just kind of fed up. At this mm-hmm. point, he's kind of like, I don't, whatever happens with the client, but you shouldn't even be here. You're the one who's doing all this stuff at therapy. Just Told her to grab the wheel, and now she does mm-hmm. it or whatever. But he's like at a boiling point. He's mm-hmm. just kind of like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, we see him kind of lose his cool there. Um, and then Dean grabs Fosley's arm when Fosley goes to get the check. Mm-mm. Which... I think they kind of dropped the ball here because when that happened, I was a little bit unclear. It wasn't a physic clear enough to be a, a physical assault. It wasn't clear enough that like Fosley has an issue with people touching him. Mm-hmm. It was just a guy grabbing his wrist. There was something, there should have been something at the top of the episode where Fosley was physically assaulted has, or has a fear of or being like touched by other people yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The stakes have to be higher there. Mm-hmm. So when Stuart grabs his wrist and then Fozzie's like, oh, 
you're just grabbing my wrist pretty aggressively. But I feel like so that's a what? sign in like a lot of like they do it in a lot of TV shows though. Like in, what? if it's like between I've seen it on I think there was an episode of Jane the Virgin and she's leaving and um what's his face? Justin Baldoni, the yeah. actor guy, he like grabs her wrist and he's like, No, like wait, and they were getting in some argument and in that moment she's like, Let go of me and that's like the boom oh that's like the boiling point. But they were in an argument. Yeah, but that's like the boiling point of that where they're kind of in an argument in the grinder, but it's more of an argument with Stu and Dean, but it's being disrespectful. to You think this was yeah, as yeah, heated yeah. as that, Jane the Virgin? No, I don't think it was as heated, but I'm just saying I've seen it like happen where it can just be like... That, okay, so that's you like see a, what they're trying to do. It's like a universal like, symbol yeah. of some, someone showing some, time, some of type aggression. of aggression with such a simple motion, you know? Okay, mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah. And I see maybe they were trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Likely they probably were trying to do that, but they didn't do it. You know what I mean? There should have been something at the top of the episode where it just it, it, that would have been the call. But I think that there. would have helped like would have clarify clear. it better. But I yeah. can definitely well, we, I don't feel like it came out of left field. Mm. Okay. And yeah, then plus we see that sorry plus we see that Stu bumped into Dean in that one episode, and he Dean for some reason all of a sudden freaks out and is like, "Oh my god!" In this gosh. episode, that happened. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that, and that might was a have been weak too. That might have been an indicator for this next thing. Still weak. But even that, yeah, I agree with you on that. Even mm. the first part where he accidentally like hit Dean walking out that was completely random that was like a joke that they accidentally yeah. left in there's the gotta be something established at mm-hmm. the top of the episode before that happens so we can be like oh it happened again or uh-huh. oh that's what they were talking about earlier you know uh-huh. or like oh you keep running into me something yeah. that kind of yeah. Fix it, Jesus. led to that and then we have the funniest scene of the episode the therapy session oh my god that was good I loved it I uh, learned about multicam now thought that was a thing yeah but it's just normal yeah, you have mm-hmm. multicam, which is like the Big Bang Theory. I mean, they're like a dying breed right now. Big Bang Theory, Last Man Standing, where you have multiple cameras filming, mm-hmm. and it's like different cuts, and there's like a live studio audience. Then you have a single cam hybrid, which is like this show, The Grinder, Modern Family, the quick pitches, the quick cuts, quick okay. quick comedy. Mm-hmm. And then you have like a single cam, which is just like Breaking Bad. More Sweet. boom. Mm-hmm. And then the boom. See, because I thought it was something, because I remember, and just referencing older shows that I've seen, and like Gilmore Girls, Mm -hmm. there's a scene where they're on an argument, and it just, it's cutting so fast, like everybody's point of view in the argument, that you don't even, like, it's very, unless you were paying attention, you would be completely lost. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, maybe that's something that they're trying to do here, because everyone's arguing also. it's probably the hybrid. So I didn't know if that was like just a film technical thing or if it was actually like to enhance the comedy exactly mm-hmm. that's exactly right yeah quick cuts oh okay there we go yep now oh. I know so the therapy session was really funny a lot mm-hmm. of quick cuts um yeah Stu totally made out to look like the crazy person again oh poor um, thing one everyone, day he'll win yeah it made me it made me like the way that scene went down it made me think that Stu is the lead of the show oh that scene just gave me the impression that he's the lead of the show. In what way? But who is the lead of the show? Is it Rob Lowe? Mm. Or is it Stu? I guess you have to say Rob Lowe because he's a bigger name. Rob Lowe, And I guess yeah. there's more footage on him. But I he's, think like there's like... the grinder. Rob Lowe's number one and then Stu, Fred Savage is like 1.5. Or it's like Rob Lowe, the pretty face, and Fred Savage is the one doing all the work. There's there's only... There's one on the call sheet. Mm-hmm. Like one and then there's two. Oh, really? Rob Lowe's number one. Oh. Right? It has to be. Probably. But that scene made me feel like the show is revolving around. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just yeah. this episode. Yeah. We finally see more Stu in the lead instead of, yeah, no, yeah. Right. I think it's just an episode thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because it's always Rob Lowe's storyline and like his, like, oh, his guest star that came in. And then yeah. here we finally see Stu. And we, I mean, we saw one person come in from, um, what's his face, Rob Lowe, Dean's past for like two seconds. And then everything else was people revolved around Stu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what else? You know why we laugh? You know why we laugh at Stu? Or, okay, you know who makes it funny in that scene? Mm-hmm. Who makes that scene funny? Jillian. Nope. No. I thought her reactions were funny. Nope. You know who makes it funny? Who? Stu. We laugh at people's pain in comedy. Mm-hmm. And Stu is in so much pain because he's made to look like he's an idiot when he's like the most sane person around these three juggernauts here. Mm-hmm. But in comedy, we laugh at people's pain. Oh, that's true. So Stu is in so much pain, you know? And that's, I don't know. So that's where you... Oh, I was laughing at Jillian's thing. reaction, but <laughs> yeah. there we go. I just learned so much about the <laughs> acting world in this show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, should we move into predictions? Let's do it. Okay, predictions. Oh, we still get fun music. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. <clears throat> Ladies first. Ladies first. I'm going to go with... I want to see Colton Haynes come in, mm-hmm. but actually come in, come into the show and not just be on the grinder, the show within the show. Um, and then I still, I'm still rooting for my school episode. Still want to see that happen. Still want to see more of, um, Lizzie and Ethan. I think that'd be hilarious. Or even if Lizzie doesn't get anything, if we could get like an Ethan storyline again, cause the storyline that he used to have with that one girl when, um, Dean was giving him, him advice was hilarious. Mm-hmm. So if I could see a little bit more of the kids, I would like that. Okay. That's my prediction. Okay. My prediction is, I'm just totally free spitballing here. I was going to say. Don't admit it. Say it with confidence. People would never know. No, I'm spitballing. <laughs> so what I'm saying here is that uh, we we know Maya's going to be back for three or four episodes. Um, I don't know. I lost it. You I guess it's just going to be something like. What I like, just thought of. What? If we if we found <laughs> out, sorry, I'm saving you. Like, if we found it. out lost it. that Fosley <laughs> and Jillian were somehow related in this mess, Ooh. like maybe she was telling Dean to get involved because she knew that was going to mess up the deal because secretly she's related to somebody or knows somebody who Fosley's paying wanted, her. Yeah, or maybe. Yeah, I don't know if I could mm. see that one. But. There's got to be more to Maya Rudolph her character than just her being the go-to Yeah, therapist. she can't just be a therapist. Yeah, it's got to be something more mm-hmm. more in-depth with her there. Something more Maybe. funny. Maybe her and Deb will, like, develop a friendship. Deb's That'd be kind Deb's of funny. Broke. Yeah. Maybe she needs She's a job. Unemployed. She starts working Who knows? at this therapy place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll roll that with that. might work. There you go. <laughs> all right, we'll wrap it up. That's all for us. Leslie, where can we find you on Instagram and Twitter? find me on Twitter at In Less Than No Time. That's right. And you can find me at Stephen Helmkamp on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Check us out every Tuesday night at about 8.30 about p.m. 8 Pacific 30, time. 9, YouTube later. And tweet us and we'll hit you back. See you next week. See you guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.